Oh, yeah. Mm. What's up, everybody? I'm Zach Chessler. That's Indy Fawcett. Hello. Fawcett. And welcome. What's it? Fawcett. Fawcett? What was it Fawcett? Fawcett. I, I mean, I, I really, I really overpronounced it that way. Fawcett. And this is the Zach Dressler <laughs> show. Not lie, but I'm still gonna fuck up people's names. Very rocky. Not even enough time um, uh, for the 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 lower third to go away. I know. I had to I uh, just talk. Uh, I had to milk it right now, just so the lower <laughs> third could stay on the screen long enough. Okay, there we I go. I fucked anyway. that one up, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> But you're Zach Dressler. You're the host of the Zach Dressler uh, show. Sure, yeah. sure. But I need to, you know, not say Fawcett. It's Fawcett. It's. I was just being fancy. I was just being. A I dick. don't know I'm why. Sorry. I apologize. We both we're fine. But welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> Please, if you can, before we get to the rest of the show, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, tell your friends if you want or don't. I don't really give a shit. Um, it may be nice. But I don't care. Yeah, like, uh, subscribe, rate, review. Yeah, rate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, rate and review. And check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher. And, mm. and mm. you can check it out at tzds.tv and tzds.gay. Uh, you click those two links. Eight and weeks in, he got it. He got the I finally he got, the got it. URL. Finally fucking got it. <laughs> you click those links though, and it will take you to all the other links where you can watch the video, the audio, whatever you want, whatever your little heart desires. It's all there. And now, ooh, we also yes. And I gotta get my phone because this is new, and I yes. don't want to fuck this up. We have a call-in number, not a live call-in number. It's not live, pre-recorded. Yeah, yeah we have a call-in number. That you can call up, it's live anytime, yep. to yell at me, to compliment me, to tell me what I'm doing wrong. To uh, do, If you don't want to leave a comment, if you really want me to hear the hate <laughs> in your voice about something I've said. Or the or, love. Or the love. Yeah. You know? Give uh, him a little wink. Please. Yeah. Uh, give Auditory. this number a call. It's 405-655-8937. Or it's 405, or it's not or. It's basically 405-655-TZDS. Those last four digits are the Zach Dressler Show. So check it out, 405-655-8937. The number's right here for you to check out. Oh, yeah. Again, leave a message, whatever you want to do. We're, we're single-handedly bringing down the Google Voice servers here <laughs> on the TZDS. Sure. I, I don't believe that for one second, but sure. Um Great guest today. I'm really excited to have this guest on. Uh, I know I say that probably every guest. It's true. I am excited to have all my guests on. Otherwise, I wouldn't fucking invite them on my show. But I'm excited to see this guy. <laughs> I'm excited to talk to this person. People could be were like, people are like, are you excited about every guest? Do you not want me to be excited about every guest? Do you want me to be like, right. well, today we got someone I don't want to talk to? I know it's interesting too because you know I produce this podcast and a couple others, and I, and when I'm writing some captions in the in the Instagram posts, I'm always like, it's a it's a fun one this week. Yeah, it's a great one, but it is. They're I'm all like, fun. I shouldn't say that, but they're and fun. I erase it, but they yeah. are fun, and they, they are, are fun. great, and the Very guests fun. are great because I don't want to bring people. I mean, I'm going to bring on people I don't know because I want to get to know them, but I'm not going to bring on a person that's shitty. Mm. I'm not going to be like, ugh. Well, today we got a shitty podcast. I got some asshole or some bitch that's coming on this show. I'm not like well, that. that. I might mean, they be a could good be podcast, Zach. All right, fine. maybe we maybe, can do something. Maybe like we're that. making the wrong podcast. Maybe. I don't know. You know, we can do that. Uh, what's that um, podcaster YouTuber Z-Way? Is Z-Way? 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 Never heard of him. I think her. Her? Uh, Sorry. Yeah, she did something with Andrew. She's like She likes to, like, you know, um, trick people into coming onto the shows and doing things. But she did something with Andrew Yang where, with an interview about him being the mayor-elect 
you know, or not mayor elect, uh, running for mayor, oh. and asked him questions, and he bombed. He was like, you know, what's your favorite part of New York City? He's or Manhattan. He said Times Square. Get the fuck out of here, Andrew Yang. I like Andrew Yang. Times Square. Times Square is no one's favorite place. You know who's favorite? Tourists. That's that's exactly what a tourist would say, right? And he couldn't name. Apparently, I didn't watch the whole thing. The one I time just, I went to New York, I, that's the one place I avoided going. Yeah, yeah. You go for like a hot minute. As like a passerby, if you want to go see Thirty Rock, or like yeah. you know something along those lines, but you avoid that place. I mean, here's the thing with you: if you want to, is it like Hollywood? It's like Hollywood Boulevard. It's Hollywood Boulevard, yeah. and it's changed so much over the years. There's nothing authentic about it anymore. Anyway, right, well, going back to what I was excited about, <laughs> this fucking took a tangent. Get back to the Eli fucking gets you on about Times yeah. Square. Yeah, Eli Vasquez. <laughs> Coming on the show today, uh, a friend of mine, he's a, he's a cinematographer, a director, a producer, a filmmaker, um, you know, self-hype entrepreneur. I mean, multifaceted. The, he's a multifaceted yeah. and just uh, overall just a great human being. Um, and we're going to talk about uh, his, uh, his short film they just filmed, uh, Keen Saint to Infinity, as well as some other projects he's going on. We'll talk about him growing up in Chicago. We'll talk uh, some food things. Um, so I'm excited about that. How you doing, brother? Doing good, man. Doing good. We're uh, gonna expand this uh, here makeshift studio in the nice. next couple of months. It's gonna be great. Yeah, you know, we're just we're we're doing it over here. So. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Another great week. Uh, some new, there will be some new content other than the the podcast or the te- uh, the Zach Dressler show coming out. I have a bunch of at least not seriously a bunch two or three bagel reviews that I have recorded with my brother. I just haven't got around to editing them. A dude's busy. A dude's got you know a lot of things going on. A lot of good things, but just a lot of things going on. I need, I need Look to record. You. Damn. Not to not to brag. <laughs> I'm just being honest. People are, if, you know, the 214 subscribers that we have yeah. are curious about what why they haven't seen me go all off on some bagel place. Uh, it's just been busy. I mean, we recorded them, uh, but I'm also going to be recording. Another piece of content, hopefully. I mean, if we can get our shit together with our good friend uh, Jeremy Koenig. Yes. He reached out to me and said he wants to do a fried chicken sandwich review. Mm. Because he, he, I mean, he's seen, I mean, or recently Burger King has come out with a new, they've, they've entered the fried chicken sandwich game. Oh, my with God, the, really? The BK, I think it's called the BK Cha-Ching. It looks very, I forget the name of it. Look it up. Yeah, okay, it's... Uh, Burger King to enter the chicken sandwich wars with the Ch-King. So it's a C-H apostrophe K-I-N-G. There it is. Oh, my God. It looks, I mean, it looks kind of good. But I again, want this. this is all photos. I mean, I still hold. Right. I still hold. It's the Chick-fil-A original sandwich, right? Essentially. Now, I'm not a big Chick-fil-A guy. I think Chick-fil-A is very overrated. It is. It is. Uh, I think their sandwiches are meh, at best. Yeah, I always think they, the 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 grilled chicken nuggets. There's never enough. Yeah, I don't want to order two of two packages, but like I don't want to get a little dainty like a kid's cup. Yeah, of, I, I'm of just chicken nuggets. I, I'm just not. I'm not into. I mean, the chicken sandwiches. The buns are usually soggy. It's just not good. I love Popeye's chicken sandwich. Mm. McDonald's fried chicken sandwich. The one they came out with. That ain't so bad either. Mm. So. Long story short, we're going to be doing this, me and Jeremy. Uh, he wants to get all the chicken sandwiches to try it. I, he was like, should we just get them all from all different? I'm like, no, we got to stick with fast food and we do another one where it's like local mom and pops. Uh, I love I how you've, you've gone from f- fitness journey to... I am still doing my to, fitness to, journey. To carb review. <laughs> 
Can't I do both? <laughs> can't I do both? Can't I be a fatty? You can. A fit and fatty and a fatty fit. You uh, can. And and Eli makes that point tonight. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. We're going to talk about that because Eli have. That's a great segue. Great Thank segue. You. <laughs> right before we get to Eli, Eli and I do talk about that because we both have similar like weight loss journeys in, in various ways, whether we're working at BuzzFeed or not. So let's get him on. I'm going to bring Eli on now. Eli Vasquez. I am excited to talk to this guy. Here we go. Great segue. Yo, man. What's up? This is great. Dude, it's, it's, I'm excited, man, because I haven't talked to you. I haven't seen you in, I feel like, two years because it's been a pandemic and a half. And, you know, I didn't see you. Like, I, I think I saw you, like, maybe the summer of 2019. How you been, dude? How's your, oh. how's your teeth? Oh, good, good. I was worried. I was worried this week because I was like, shit, we got to do this podcast. And I was like, I saw that. I was like Kanye West through the wire over the weekend. It was rough, but we got through it. I feel like a normal person now. I still got the stitches, but we're getting it all figured out Friday morning. We're gonna, I, but I, I'm I'm totally good. Okay, so. cool. Because I'm like I'm gonna I'm I'm scared shitless. I have to get mine taken out sometime this fall. I've been pushing this off for three years now. Oh, so. Yeah. I'm. I want to add. Like, how was it? Like, I know. I mean, this. I know this is a stupid way to start an interview, but uh, <laughs> you know, like, I just. I'm. 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 It's one of my. I'm just scared of it, man. I'm like paranoid about it. Yeah, I mean, I would same, right? Like, I. I should have gotten mine out like ten years ago, and yeah. I just like, well, they don't hurt, so whatever. And uh, yeah, I, I. I figured I was like, well, I think it's time because this doctor was looking at it. I'm like, Oh yeah, you're, you're losing like your bone in the back or something. And then food's getting trapped and stuff like that. I was like, Oh God, it's starting to get bad. And then I got this weird headache and they said it could be related to the wisdom teeth. So I was like, okay, I just got to get it out. Um, one of them was close to a nerve that could potentially just like shut off half of my face that I was worried about. That's crazy. But luckily I'm living in like a nice area and I, I I went to a place where like a lot of white women go. So I went there, <laughs> a lot of white women I was there. I was like, hey, if they're going, Trustworthy. I feel like I'm safe. <laughs> and they did a great job. So like I got stitches on three. I would say the first like three days sucks. And now that's just kind of itchy. And it's like day five. And I saw you're so, tired of ice cream, which really disappoints me because I love ice cream, man. I never thought I would. I would. Well, I have to eat normal ice cream. I can't get like Rocky Road or yeah, it's like soft serve, like that. Like just like yeah, so, it's like yeah. soft serve. Did you? Yeah. Did they knock you out? Are you like completely knocked out? Well, yeah, they 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 knocked me out, and I, they lied to me too because I was like, oh, we're just hydrating you with the IV, and I think they do that just so you could pass out. But it was the thing that knocks you out, so I got knocked out. But they were like talking the whole time, and they were like, I remember just being like half awake, and they're asking me questions, and I, I think they're they're talking about like, what would you be for Halloween? And they asked me like, oh, would you be like Maui from Moana? And I'm like, I'm like, I don't even have the mental comprehension if this is racist or not, because I'm like half awake. But like, no, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't. I, that seems like it would cost a lot because I have to tattoo my whole body. But I don't know. That's, it was it was an experience. Yeah. But yeah, I was out of it for a little bit. I've never been so I've never been on an anesthesia. I've never had like major stitches done. So this is like this is like traumatizing just to even talk about it because I'm I have these like visions where I'm like, what happens if they knock me out and I never wake up and that's how I die getting my wisdom teeth taken out? What if I'm like the point zero 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 or the first case of that that ever happens? Like that's you know. You that's never got serious saying. injuries or anything like that. Didn't you do sports and stuff? I did. Uh, I tore. So I, I a correction. I have torn my PCL, but that was orthoscopic. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. It's not like they're ripping and grinding 
you know, which I feel like that's what right. they're doing. It's like I feel like they're they're you know they're pulling these these things out of your mouth. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's they've they've been doing this for like how long? You know what I mean? Like, if, I know. It's like guys, just find a spot where a bunch of white women are going, and then you'll be fine. Like that's <laughs> the, that's your north star. I think, I think just that's... I think it's just the way I think. Like even when I got the second shot of Moderna, and I was. I, I it hit me hard, real hard. I was like, "What if, what if I'm the, like the point zero zero one percent that like oh, yeah. gets like really something bad happens from it?" And then you know, I mean, it's science. It's all it's all proven good. There's of course there's gonna be some whatever, but it's it's proven to be fine. Exactly, exactly. That's how I feel too. I was worried about the Moderna as well. Like first one, I was worried, and then the second one, I was like, "Screw it, let's just make it happen." Because I got COVID last summer, so oh, someone yeah. was like, "It's not gonna be as bad as getting COVID." So I was like, "You're right." And the, the whole idea of not, I'm not going to die. I just feel like shit, you know, so that's good. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's the whole kind of mindset of thinking. But Well, enough about that talk. What I want to talk to you about, <laughs> I mean, is what you've been working on for the past few weeks, man. Uh, your, your big film, Keen Say Till Infinity. You know, how did it go? Uh, first of all, like, I mean, you know, to the few, the very few uh, subscribers I do have, tell them what it's about. You know, I, you know, obviously do the whole thing. I love it. Okay, I, first off. I didn't know we were just jumping in. This the teeth thing is going to be a part of it. Yeah. Oh, I'm cool yeah, with it. Yeah, I mean, if, I can move it to the end. We can do all that stuff for the end. I just figured it'd be easier just to roll into conversation. I love it. No, okay, I love it. cool. It natural. I just want It's just easy. Uh, I don't know about that. I just like to make everybody I, feel comfortable. Like we're just hanging out between you and I, which is what we're doing. Yeah, what we're doing. So I have to acknowledge that, like, you got the whole setup, the whole ZD. I'm so proud of the hustle. And plus, uh, Indy's on the track as well. I was so hyped to get I, an email from him. And honestly, the like, hustle wouldn't be, the hustle wouldn't be really what it is if it wasn't for Indy. Like, I can't take full because he's the one that's he contacted me. He's like, "We should do this. I think you're great at this." But, you know, and I, I appreciate that. I really do appreciate that from him. And I wouldn't be able to do a lot of this. Pretty much any of this is one for him. I wouldn't do any of it because I'd be like, eh, "It's too much fucking work." I mean, oh yeah. It's a big so. old pain in the ass. I've done podca- podcasts before. I was like, dang, you got indie? That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, God exactly, damn, that's exactly. wild. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I had to give you those kudos before. No, I appreciate I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that, man. And 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 likewise, like before we get into it, like you, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a few people that I it's not that I don't respect a lot of people that we used to work with at BuzzFeed, but like I appreciate and I respect the fucking hell out of you for what you have done for that company, what you did for yourself what you're doing now you know what i mean because you're i think you're doing like a lot of things that i mean we all wanted to do while we were at buzzfeed but on the on on the outside of that you are putting the pedal to the metal dude and it's i i'm not saying this to blow smoke up your ass or kiss your ass like it, it motivates me like even you know the whole your whole experience through pandemic and seeing you know you getting COVID and being honest about the weight gain and all that stuff. It's like I related to that and I appreciated your honesty because I hid behind the camera. I didn't post as much. I you know I did gain weight. I'm still trying to lose it. And but like everything else you did, you know, doing this short film, doing all the other stuff you did, the self hype stuff. It's 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 awesome to see because I you know I'm not. It's not comparing. It just helps me motivate. Like I've stopped comparing. I did that a yeah. long time ago. And to see you do it as a as a as a friend as a human, it's just, it just it helps me be like yes, I can do these things. I just need to fucking focus. Hell yeah, dude! Thank you for saying all that. It really means a lot. I mean, same. Like you're one of the people at BuzzFeed that I really like vibed with and always yeah. like fucks with super hard. I could cuss, right? On the, on yeah, the, go fuck it. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. I was like, you know, I fucks with super hard. And so it means a lot hearing that from you. Um, yeah, man, it's, 
Yeah, it's it's been wild. I mean, if anything, like per the, the question about the movie, um, you know, it, it's it's I, I'm a big believer that like the worst things that happen in your life are like the greatest things that happen in your life because it really shapes who you are and really kind of like makes you realize how precious life is or pushes you in some way that you never been pushed before. And it's something that you never forget that it keeps with you. And it's like a motivation that like, which is your story. Yeah. So it's like this pandemic, like completely changed me. Like I'm embarrassed of the guy I was before this pandemic started. And I loved that. I could say that because I've grown so much just as a creative, a filmmaker, as a partner, I live with a girlfriend. Zach, if you told me before this pandemic I was gonna live with a girl, I'd be like, "You're you're batshit crazy," but like I wouldn't have told it. you. I wouldn't have told you because that's not how I thought you were. Like you know, I thought you know you were going out and enjoying life, being the single guy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, this isn't me. What's going on? <laughs> this, this is ridiculous. I should be in the club right now. But like, but it's like I fucking love it, and I've been able to grow so much as like a man, as a partner, as a brother, as as, as a, and I, we actually moved close to family. So just the, awesome. that dynamic of you know you get the grind of like being alone in LA, but like yeah. be able to experience what family life is like as well. It totally revamped it. And filmmaking was a part of that. So uh, what really lit a fire under my ass was like, I had this keen to, to infinity idea for years and I was actually going to produce it with DJ who was a production coordinator at Buzzfeed uh, March of last year, right when the pandemic hit. Um, so the pandemic hit and we had to stop it. But what really lit a fire under my ass again was um, I pitched an idea for uh, Netflix and La Leaf, the Latino um, International Film Festival collab for Afro Latinx Film Fellowship that I applied for. And I submitted an idea that was like I, I created in college and I made it to the final round and I didn't get it. But the heads reached out to me and was like, yo, if it was up to me, I would choose you. Please don't stop. Let's get lunch. I want to make your movie. I was like. Bro, I'm not even putting 110% in this. Imagine what if I do do it. Yeah. So I was like, I hit up DJ. I was like, bro, let's make this movie. Um, and Quince to Infinity, for your question, is, uh, you know, I grew up, like, in Gary, Indiana. If you don't know what Gary, Indiana is, like, the murder capital of the world. And I, did, I did not know that. I thought you were. Yeah. I, I knew you grew up in the Midwest. I thought it was Chicago, like, you know, Illinois. It's right outside Chicago. Okay. So, okay. like, you go to Walgreens and Gary, it's all bulls, bears, Gotcha. All that okay. stuff, t-shirts and stuff. So it's really just outside. It's the most diverse county in Indiana. And it's the least funded. Shout out to uh, Governor Pence. That he's <laughs> I knew he sucked Douche for bag. everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like so asshole. I, yeah, he sucks. So like, I grew up there, and like being like a really nerdy, quiet, shy kid, bottle cap glasses, loved anime, um, into punk rock, and you know wearing black all the time. I had to stand up in quinceañeras in the hood. So I didn't really like I wasn't the most popular guy at these places. So like I, I remember watching a, a show called End of the Fucking World. I don't know if you saw it. Those two teenagers, they steal a car and they end up like Yes, 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 yes. Crazy yes. stuff happens. Yeah. So yeah, I like love that concept. And I was like, okay, what if I just like Latinx the fuck out of it? It's set in a quince, but it's just two rebellious teens like kind of clashing against tradition and culture that just feel alone, that find each other at the event. They steal a car and just go on a thrill ride of their lives while their family like chases them down, you know? So it's this yeah. kind of clashing of, of, you know, not feeling like you fit in, feeling alone, very much myself when I was 15, going to standing up in these stupid ass quinces. And uh, just having that dope Latinx story of just brown kids just vibing and falling in love and being stupid while their family like chases them down. 
So, uh, yeah, we had an amazing team, amazing cast. We got a hundred percent funded. Yeah. Uh, now we're in post. I so. love it. I love it. And you, and it was, it was like three days of shooting. Um, and it, it looked incredible. I mean, I, you know, it was, again, following you on your stories, it looked intense, but it looked fun as hell. I mean, I miss doing shoots like that, you know, like weekend long shoots or week long shoots where you're just, you know, grinding, but everyone's enjoying it. Everyone's having a good time. Yeah. Now, is this story set to take place like as you growing up, like your era of time, or is this like present day happening now on these kids? But your story, <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be that would be pretty dope. But per budget, uh, we kind of just did it for modern times. Okay. Uh, but because I think I think the story applies anyway. Like I was talking to the lead uh, actor who is phenomenal. Uh, their name is Days. They played Glada, the 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 Kinsey uh, girl that is the co lead. Oh, my life not snuggled there. Um, and we were talking, and, like, uh, they're 20, and they're like, this is my life. Like, I grew up just no one understanding me. Like, I'm an artist. No one gets me. Like, so this is really for a story for anyone who watches it now. Like, my 15-year-old self now could watch this if they're from some small town yeah. in Indiana and be like, yo, I vibe with this. Because those are the movies I wish I saw, those yeah. indie movies. Absolutely. You know? What what was the, what was the casting like? What was the process like? Did you sit down with these kids and talk about, you know, their their upcoming and you know upbringing and stuff like that, so you can get a vibe of like this is the right person for this character in that role? Because I know I know Gadiel is in the show, in the, excuse me, in the film, and you got some other you know other people in the film as well. But like, what was it like casting like for the kids? Yeah, yeah. The the good thing, I mean, the crazy thing was was like. I, I I think that if there's one thing as a filmmaker now versus me in my like 20s, I, I'm like 30 now. I'm like when I was in my like 20s coming up, it's like I very much follow my gut and I just I trust it now more than ever. Like I used to overthink so much before. So the casting process was actually very straightforward. Uh, days I knew automatically I wanted. Uh, first off, you got to find someone who looks like a teenager but is not a teenager because legally there's so much more costs and budget and everything oh, else so for sure they're actually 20 but they look like six, 15 16 so that's one and then uh two was like you you, you kind of follow your gut like you, you days never acted before and but i had a like a feeling and i was like can you please just send this self-tape i just want to see what you do with it and it just created just they made so many big choices that i loved and i knew i could work with that so I just like, boom, cast it. I had no idea of the background story and all that. I just yeah. knew you can embody this character. And then as far as the Victor, because it's two two leads, uh, that was crazy. I was going on websites and trying to find someone and two people fell out and whatever else. But I ended up finding someone that you know, wasn't necessarily my first choice. And then they just totally Nailed it. just embodied the, the, the character and where you're coming from and talking with them and... Uh, I think I think every time you're on set, you kind of have that magic moment. I'm like, oh my god, I'm like shooting something beautiful. Yeah. And it came from that performance of that person that wasn't my like first pick necessarily, yeah. but totally crushed it. So, it's crazy, man. This film game, especially independent, it's it's wild. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's crazy. It's wild. And that's crazy that the 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 female actress you said she didn't have any experience acting. No, no. That's uh, great. So, I mean, yeah, but days. that's that's cool though because I feel like you get to you know. It's raw. There's no. They're not in their head about acting. They're not ahead about the exactly. lines. You can like help them direct it and just do it how you see fit, and they'll take pure guidance and direction. Exactly, exactly. And and days uh, played Glada. Glada was like the quince girl who was that badass, super just upfront. Like I really wanted to represent this like Gen Z angst, like never before. That just 
says this doesn't make any fucking sense why am i doing this but her family like forced her to uh so she embodied that perfectly and victor was really cool it was a guy who had to stand up in it more so my story of the shy guy and uh the lead actor was naturally shy he was only 20 years old i'm like why is this guy so quiet i was like oh my god he's 20 like i can't imagine like 10 years i'm like me if i was 20 on a set i'd be so shy too but yeah. that ended up working for the character so yeah it's crazy that's awesome that's awesome so i mean so what's i mean if you can share now i don't know if you can share like it's in post now uh, do you, are you planning to just work with Netflix on it or are you going to release it to like try to get into some, you know, uh, uh, festivals? Like what, what is the process here for your next? Like what do you, are you going to put on YouTube, Vimeo? Like what's the, however much you want to divulge? Yeah. Yeah. Zach, you make me sound so cool. Yeah. I'm going to hit up Netflix. You, you but I mean, I'm you have, you have, and- you have connections. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's like, they liked your stuff before oh, yeah. you have this product. Why not hit them up and be like, look what I'm doing. You know, I mean, it's, it's. It's you. Yeah. It's you. It, it totally embodies you, and this is like part of who you are, and it's part of your, you know, your your repertoire. You know, it's like your resume. Yeah, Zach, you need to be my agent because that's that's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, you're right. You're you're right. I do have connections. Uh, no, yeah. So so the big thing is like, yeah, I, I this is gonna be my big calling card film. So for the last five years, I've been creating digital content. I've been very deep in the Latinx space, making connections either from Hollywood side or just corporate influencer side. So I'm really excited to see, like I was able to see what I was able to pull together through the cast, crew, all that. Now I'm really excited to see with what to do with this film, with the connections. So uh, if that is, again, Netflix, if that is, you know, there's, there's, this is a proof of concept for a feature. Yeah. So we're going to go forward with that. Again, we're going to hit the festivals and all that. We have a relationships with various festivals, but also talk to some corporate connections that, you know, maybe they, you know, have some connection with DirecTV here, Netflix yeah. there, like, hey, what's up, you know? I love it. I mean, I just like guilt. Let's go. (laughs) Exactly. But I I love it. I mean, because I just feel like this, you know, there's so many platforms out there now. There's so much content that be created. It it deserves, you know, like I know you create great things. It should belong on some type of platform. You know what I mean? Paramount plus. I I, I, honestly, it's I I truly feel that way, you know, because I again, I know the stuff you've done. I've seen the, you know, the catalog of things you've done. So, yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, of course, man. The plan. So, you know, other things I want to talk to you about. I know you're big MMA guy, boxing guy ish. I want to get your thoughts on this. I want to get your thoughts on this. I don't know what to call it. Fight that's happening. Like, was it next week or this week uh, with Jake Paul and fucking Floyd? Oh God! The la- see, the last right, time, the last time, like, I mean, not the last time we hung out, but like, the one of the fun things that we did, I remember you, you rented out. You I mean you had a whole bunch of people at, we had a, at the office, and we watched the Floyd Conor McGregor fight, and that was awesome. Yeah, that was fucking sick, you know. And I, I, I feel like sick. this is like a bizarro version of that. Like, I want to see it just for the, because uh, I want to see Jake get his ass beat. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if that's long no, to say I, or not. Man, we but. can make a whole podcast just talking about fights because this is. I'm so happy you brought this up because I have no one to talk to. Yeah. Been stuck in the pandemic. <laughs> my girlfriend, she's kind of a fan now, like, but like, it's more yeah. so me just talking your ear off about like Conor it's, McGregor, and I'm like, he's not a dick, okay? Like, look at his story, you know? It's like, you know, that's it's more so just. Uh, no, I, I feel the same with my girlfriend. I have had to switch the conversation with her. Like, we talk about like things that we like, you know, in terms of Mandalorian and Disney stuff. But like, I've <laughs> we, she she won't watch fights with me. It's too bloody. It's too gory. Or whatever it means. Like, she's like, oh, that just looks painful. That I show her highlights on like you know on Instagram. She goes, yeah. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. But we, I've done full tilt where I've started to love and watch 
almost every single season of uh, RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag Race with her, and we talk about it. Are you, are you into it? No, but I know exactly what you mean. Like, I'm on <laughs> Married at First Sight, uh, fucking 90 Day Fiance. Oh, my God. Watch, like, all, like, I'm watching all of it, man. I'm like, I'm hooked now. Things I, would, things I would never watch when I was a bachelor. Single life, I just wouldn't. It, oh, yeah. And it's not, it just, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't go in my catalog. And I don't know, I'm, I'm into it all. Like, I'm into all these things. And it's, like, weird, guilty pleasures. But it's opening up conversations with people that, like, you know, I've talked to before. And now we have, like, better conversations or more in-depth conversations. But yeah, man, let's talk. Yeah, about, let's talk I, about. Fighting. I love how we flew past the fighting and went straight to RuPaul and like Fiance, <laughs> like all that. It's like, no, screw that, screw the, screw the UFC. We got uh, better things to talk about. The ladies in our uh, lives well, have done off, right. So, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I have a lot of thoughts on this. So Logan Paul, actually, it's Logan Paul, older brother. Jake Paul's the younger brother. So Logan is fighting Floyd. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's gonna be Logan Paul, the older brother. So not Jake, and the one that's like fought Nate Robinson and what's his name from uh, from UFC or former UFC. Ben Askren. He just yeah. got yeah, yeah. That was the last fight. But like, I guess they got some squabble. He took his Jake took Floyd's hat. Jake and then Floyd punched him in the face a bunch of times. It was a whole thing. I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, I appreciate that too. Um, it's the thing is like. I understand Ben Askren. I understand Nate Robinson. I understand like all these other people. Like, okay, that's kind of it's the fun and game. It's like celebrity boxing. It's like celebrity Shaq. death like, match. Is like what yeah, it's like yeah. celebrity death match. But like, it starts getting, it starts making it disappointing when it's like Floyd. Like these guys must really pull in money. Uh, but it's like, come on, Floyd. Like you're 50, you know. Like really, we gotta we gotta do this. Like it seems like a little below him. Yeah, that's and exactly. Just, yeah, I hundred yeah, percent agree. I hundred percent agree. It it's a, it's a money grab. It's a cash grab. He doesn't need it. I don't know if he feels that. If his people are telling him like, hey, listen, this is a guy who's you know trending in another world that you guy you're not popular in yet. You gotta you gotta take it. You gotta you know do the thing. I didn't realize yeah. it was Logan Paul. Does Lo- Logan Paul Logan has fought too, but not as serious as Jake has, from what I under- I guess, right? Yeah, I think he's fought before, but it's only been like YouTuber dudes, and I think he lost every time. I don't think he's won. Was it KS- I think maybe he's won one. KSI. Yeah, KSI. So there's a size difference that's there, which scares me. Because I think I think it's I never thought I would be on Floyd's side because I always want Floyd to lose because he's such a dick. Yeah, but yeah. But that's all smart, right? But I really want Floyd to win. But, yeah, the size difference is there. And am I going to watch it? Yes. God damn it. But it's like I'm not happy about it. You know, like, I don't know. It's it, But Mike Tyson says is a big advocate of the, the Logan and Jake. It's just like it's bringing so much interest to boxing, which in a certain capacity, okay. But, like, I want to see Jake fight a contender in the boxing world that maybe we don't know about. Yeah. And then see, you know, then I'll take it to Then I'll respect it a little more take a little more seriously and then he's really bringing some eyeballs to like boxers that deserve it you know yeah i mean so, i think that's does, my thoughts no i completely agree i feel like he's he is doing a good job bringing eyes to the boxing sport cuz you know uh, people have done you know full switch to just watching ufc mma is you know mm-hmm. it's all about that you know it, it, boxing was dying you know the only things people watched were pacquiao floyd you know four or whatever it might have been and yeah. and and uh, you know Canelo, you know like those are the mm-hmm. only guys that like true boxers that are keeping it alive. You know, I mean you had exactly. Tyson do his charity event uh, versus I forget who he fought what that fight was. Um, that, was uh, that was on Troy Jones. Yeah, it was Roy Jones. He it was Roy, Roy Jones. Jones. Yeah, but like you know they, I feel like there were good hits, 
but they're both pulling punches. You know, they both understand that this is like, you know, it's a young yeah. man's game and they're older now. You know, I do like how Jake is playing this villainous boxer. You know, like, I, again, it's an act. You can tell it's an act. Mm-hmm. It's really overhyped. Um, exactly. But I, I agree with you. I want to see, I want to see more people. I want to see more up and coming boxers, guys who are actually boxers come up and fight this guy. You know, throw money yeah. their way. If you're, if you're going to be this, not charity case, but if you're going to be throwing this money, sure, it's cool to see you fight, you know, Floyd Mayweather or Manny Pacquiao or some, you know, some legend of the game. But you're young, dude. If you're claiming to be this this guy that can then hit and be the next thing of boxing, then you need to be taking on the current people that are the next thing of boxing. Exactly. Exactly. And, and like, hey, I don't I, I think he has pretty good skills. Like he again, he's he we haven't seen him against like an actual striker. But like his movements is he has a strong one too. I'm not saying he doesn't have power. I'm not saying he doesn't have movement. Right. Uh, you know, my thing is he just keeps he's particularly choosing people that he knows he could win against. Because he's like Ben Askren, for example, against Jake was like never competed higher than 170 before. Yeah. So like, and they fought they fought at what 195 or 194 or something like that. So it's like clearly size disadvantage. So I'm like, and he bro, didn't like, and he didn't look like he got in fighting shape. Like he did not well, look he like he was in the shape of you know when he was fight like when he was in UFC, right, right. I mean, yeah, obviously you know he was able to like keep a little more weight on, but like I'm a big Ben Askren fan too. I knew he was gonna lose, but I was like so disappointed in that. I bought a Ben Askren T-shirt too. I was, like, did you really? Did you I really? did. I'm a big funky fan, man. Because I, I I wrestled too in high school and stuff, so it was like. God, yeah, grapplers, hell yeah! I didn't know you wrestled in high school too. I mean, I knew you were like again into this whole. What what you what uh, what did you uh, wrestle at? What weight like? What weight class? Yeah, I was like one thirty five, like one thirty five, one forty around there. Uh, Did you have did did you have to cut weight a lot? Were you one of the guys? A little bit. I started like I was like that first year I was good, and then I just blew up, and then I had to like cut, 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 because then I was just growing, growing, growing. Yeah, like my body was just full muscle, but. Yeah, I really just did it just so I could get better at jiu-jitsu. Like, I was a big UFC nerd, and then I was like, oh, I should join wrestling. And everyone were a bunch of douches, but I did it. My ground game got better, but yeah, I did wrestling for a couple years. Yeah, I did wrestling. I was definitely still a nerd. Yeah, yeah, oh, I, you did, I, I did. Well, so I was a bu- I, I played. I mean, I was a soccer player in high school. I played soccer in college for a year until I screwed my knee up. And then uh, I played basketball. I wanted to do baseball, but there was like a whole thing going on because I like playing spring soccer, and they're like, you can't play outside you know, season sports, so you can't play baseball, but track was, like, cool with it. But my senior, uh, I, so I played basketball in the winter, and my senior year, um, I just I did I just did winter track. I, I was going to do winter track. I didn't want to play basketball anymore. And one of the guys on the team, we were in, like, gym. He Like, some basketball came my way. He's like, hey, basketball guy, throw me the ball. I'm like, I don't play basketball anymore. He goes, you don't? He's like, do you want to wrestle? He's like, we need, like, a, he's like, we need a, a 189-pounder. And I was like, oh. I was at 185 because I was, you know, I was tall, you know, I was muscular, I was lanky then. And I was like, I don't know, wrestling. He's like, dude, it's a great workout. He's like, it's the one of the best work. And I was like, sure. So I just did it. And, uh, you know, I lost, I got, you know, real in shape. But you get ripped. Like, it was probably the best oh, shape yeah. of my life. And oh, yeah. um, the fir- I re- I, my first two matches, which were like prelims, I wrestled at 189 and I won. And I was like, okay, wow. I, I can throw my weight around. I can, you know, I can, you know, pin these guys. Like, I'm not, I'm not the most tech. I was definitely not the most technical. 
but it was a ploy because what ended up the reason why it was there was because they were going to bump me up to 215 and then the bump the oh, 171 to God. 189 because they had two two really good like county and state 171 wonders that they could that could fluctuate so that became an issue because at this point, like I was just, I didn't have to ever cut weight. I just had to put on muscle and eat, but I never went over 190. So I ended up, I ended up wrestling 215 in the, all the matches I wrestled in regular season. I won two. I went two and 15, no pun intended. Like I literally won two matches and I, that's good though. It was not that's bad. Like, not bad. The fact that you even won a match, you're like one year in. That's uh, actually not bad. I was, I, I was 0 and 10, and we were on the brink of trying to make the states, and they needed me to pin this guy who was in the same scenario at another school as I was. First guy, first time ever. And dude, you know, gymnasium full of kids, you know, student body athlete. You just, you're just so jacked. And I pinned this guy, and I don't even remember because I was so jazzed up. Like, you know, you're supposed to go over and they're supposed to raise your hand. I pinned the guy. I yelled at the audience, yelled at my team, and I walked off the mat. And they're like, no, you got to shake hands. Otherwise, it's not be official. I was like, sorry, sorry. I got, like, so amped up. <laughs> oh, but yes. The, the, I actually, the one bad thing was, one, we had a dual meet back-to-back or, like, you know, back-to-back meets. And our heavyweight didn't show up for the, se- the second day. So I had to wrestle a heavyweight guy. I had to put weights in my pants to make the weight because, you know, you can only go up one. So I had to go over 189, and the dude that shows up to weigh in was 274. He just made it under the heavyweight, which in in New York, New Jersey, was 275. Good God. So I wrestled this guy, and I was beating him on points in the second second period, and I ended up getting my arm, like on a reset, my arm stuck, and he rolled me, and he fractured my rib. It was like a stomach. So painful. And you know that Damn. was that was it. But I mean, you know, I it was the towards the end of the season. I sucked it up. I still wrestled at two fifteen. But dude, it, I loved wrestling. You know, going back to it, I loved wrestling. It was yeah. Even though like a lot of people I wrestled were a bunch of dicks. I mean, some of the, two of them are really good friends still. But like overall, I feel like the not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like you know uh, categorize people. But I just feel like people who wrestle in high school. They just have this mentality, and it's 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 a very aggressive. Yeah. Um, heated mentality that's very aggro. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. it, didn't, it didn't fit my style. It did not fit my style. So. I feel that. I feel that. I was like, yeah, I was just like an artsy kid in a wrestling team. But it was the most popular I've ever been in school. Like teachers were like, oh, wow. Because we went to state too, and we never got that far before. So every, every teacher was like, oh, let me take your trays or let me, you know, do this. Or like, hey, you lied. I'm like, oh, everyone gave a shit about me. And then I like quit the next year and did like a, socially together naturally diverse club and no one gave a shit anymore so i was like i was able to see the highs of social status and the, yeah. and then the, the lows all over again but that's pretty impressive man i did it yeah for a, like a year too and it, i think it's like the greatest workout ever uh it i think it's why i still have the traps that i do today i lost like every match but i like i just i don't know like it, it was so hard like it was just so fucking hard. I think I learned so much just with the discipline, yeah, and just like working really hard. I think that's what I like got the most out because it was the best feeling was having those cool football players come and try to train with us, and they just couldn't keep they up. Couldn't they couldn't hack just it. Just didn't have the cardio. Couldn't <laughs> hack it. And that's that's when this nerdy art kid felt like a million bucks when he was like out working the cool like wide receiver in high school. So yeah. that was that was good. Yeah, exactly. Like we were <laughs> we were like I would. You know, I, you know, going as soon as the season ended, it was probably the most, the most, the 
peak shape of my youth. You know what I mean? Like I had, yeah. I had like four abs I could show off, you know? And when you, you know, when you have a core like that, I was like, holy shit, I could jump. High. I was able to like touch rim, you know? And for like, wow. you know, a six, a six foot white guy, that's pretty impressive, I think. So like, I was like, yeah. I'm able, and now I can barely, I can barely touch the bottom of the net, but I was like, wow, I want to be in this shape for the rest of my life. And then, you know, you graduate, you go to college and then, you know, you drink beer and you party and have a good time. And you still think you're going to look great forever. At least I did. I was like, oh, I'm getting a little bit of weight here, but I still look good. I still got like the little titty muscle indention yeah. and like this eight pack. And it's like, oh, now it's six. I still look good. And then it's like, oh, and then all of a sudden, whoo. Yeah. Like, well, shit. This is, yeah. this, is, this is adulthood. And the best I've looked but, at adulthood uh, is when after doing those BuzzFeed videos. Right? But they're okay. So everyone that's listening, don't give us any shit, okay? Yeah. Because, like, I've had trainers and, and people at the end say, like, this is not sustainable. We just want you to look good for the video. Just, you're not, you're, you're going to gain your weight back, essentially. So that's like, I lost 20 pounds in like 30 days, which is insane. And then I gained the weight back because it was completely impossible to be which, which, which one was that for? Was that the Chris Pratt one? Yeah. Because I feel like, I feel like you and I have been in a couple of these that they've put us in. Yeah, yeah, we're, you were in the Chris Pratt one, right? No, was like I wasn't. And, it wasn't. Yeah, two other dudes. Because I was doing it the sucked. one with with uh, Evan Gang and Ashley. Ashley yeah, so, yeah. Like, which was which was more sustained. I mean, I sustained it for a year, but it was just you know the amount of amount I was working out. It was like a professional athlete. I just my body wasn't used to that, and I got hurt. You know, and and also mm. here's the thing: is like, I, you know, you're committed. Again, for for yourself, but also for a video, it holds you accountable, you know. Exactly. And as you know, as an adult, and I think a lot of the people that watch our videos are on the cusp of being young adults slash kids. It's like we don't have the time that a lot of people to do to put this in, you know. I mean, exactly. there was I was working at the peak of these videos. I was doing six days a week, and I was doing two days of cardio because I do like thirty minutes in the morning and forty minutes, five minutes in the afternoon. Because I I know that from just personally working out and like knowing my own body that that's going to help me out. I can't just lift, right. you know, and eat well. I have to yeah. do cardio portion, you know. And we're obviously sure. you know like we have those genes that are like if you know we can eat bad for like a day, but if we go over those two days or three days, it's like up. Oh, I feel like that pant size is a little tough right now. It's it's the most frustrating thing. I I'll never forget. I loved watching early Adam Sandler movies. Like I love, I like I watch Big Daddy like a million times. Yep. And there's this line that he says that I didn't understand, and, and I remember when it happened to me with my metabolism, and it hit me as an adult. He he was like, you know, you know, if I eat a if I drink a milkshake, my ass jiggles for a week. And I was like, I don't get that. What are you talking about? And then I remember like, like holy shit, yeah. If I drink one milkshake, my ass jiggles for like a week. Like yeah. like I can't. I, I would have to be like perfect in order to maintain. And I'm like, wait, I'm not getting paid to like go to like be in the Thor movie or whatever. I just gotta like make movies and you know do my thing. But it's and, good you know, to know that if it. if people do call us up for that type of stuff, we could we can get in that shape. You know, that's true. That's the thing. It's that's like, I true. feel like, and and I know that's like a stupid silver lining or whatever. But you know, it is it is not maintainable. But there is a, li a healthy lifestyle balance between both. You know, and What's I think point? people need to figure that because again, it's. What you and I do probably work well for each other, but it may not work well for someone else. Someone might be able to eat a certain type of food that has more starches or carbs or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We have to be more 
uh, aware, if you want to say, you know, are aware of what we're putting on exactly. our bodies, which, which fucking sucks because I feel like you and I it's grew up. Thing. You and I grew up in fantastic food cities or near fantastic food cities, which is, you know, I want to talk oh. about next, like Chicago, yeah. New York, you know. Um, what, what is, so like just switching topics like that. I know you're a big wing guy. So are you a boneless guy or are you a bone in guy? Oh, Zach, why are you wasting my time with these questions? Like glorified chicken nuggets? Is this what we're talking about right now? <laughs> no, a wing is a wing, Zach. What are, what, okay. are, what are you doing to me right now? Yeah. Uh, first off, I just want to give some value on this sake real, real quick with the workout thing. Yeah, yeah. What completely changed my game, for anyone that's listening, that's struggling to work out, going to the gym, I remember listening to Kevin Hart. And he says, you know, I work out so I could be the best I can be in my performance for the people that follow me, that love me, my fans or whatever. So like it changed my psyche of like, okay, it's not so much about looking sexy or good or whatever. It's just about me being the most optimal, best energy, feel all that for the people that believe in me, for the people that digest my content, for the people that are going to invest in me. So like working out, I've changed my relationship with going to the gym and working out is more so just like, you know, it's for me to be at my optimal best. Again, I'm going to eat a cheesecake. I'm going to eat this and live my life. But I'm going to be at a point where, like, it's not so much about looking good for people that I don't even know. It's more so being the best I can for the people that care about me and believe in me. Or, like, so I can yeah. promote and create the best stuff I can, you know. so I love that. Uh, I just want to throw that little No, tidbit, no, you know what? No, no, there, no, no, you know? no. Jesus. <laughs> I, no, I, I appreciate that. And I should have, you know, we should, we should have talked about that more. Because it's, it's true. Like, I remember... When I did the first video, it was it was to look good and feel good, but it was really like talking to my like you know you talking about your your family, your friends. I talked to my brothers. They're like, we're excited for you because we're excited just to see how happy you are. I'm not saying they're like we're not saying you're not happy, but we can tell that you're not thrilled, you know, like with yourself. And yeah. it's like it's just being comfortable in your body, and you have to be comfortable in your body at all times through the the bad times, the good times, pandemic times, you know, like it's. Your body's your body. You got to treat it the way you should, but, you know, love your body and put good things in it. And also you deserve to treat yourself. You know, I think people get, exactly. I think people get all hooked in, like you said, of just like being, a, you know, a, a good soldier, eating right all the time. And it's just, it's, it's sure it's feasible, but at a certain point, it's like, who are you doing it for? Are you, and like, again, right. are you doing it? Because I got a lot of notice uh, <clears throat> being in the video you get popular on Instagram. People notice you for those things. And, right. you know, it's funny. Like, the reason, you know, what what's interesting why you say that and what sparks interest in that um, thought is earlier this year, you know, I'm doing bagel reviews on my channel with my brother, which I haven't done in a minute. But we're doing bagel reviews. And there was one. I had, like, there's only, like, two comments on the page. And the second comment was, holy shit, is that Zach from BuzzFeed? Man, he really, he really went back to the way he looked. Uh, like and it was just like or something hard. along those things and I was just like and I know he didn't the whoever's writing it is probably young doesn't mean to be nasty and it wasn't coming off as nasty but it frustrated me you can right. ask Indy and I was just like I like for two episodes we were talking about I'm like this fucking I'm like and whoever said that comment and I was like just gotta let it go you know yeah. like it shouldn't matter what some person no name person or no faced person that you've never met before it's a matter of what your family and if your family loves you and or your friends love you and they appreciate you and they're doing this for yourself then you know the sc the number on the scale shouldn't matter. It's just how you feel. Exactly how you feel. But those comments, I mean, they do get to you. I mean, it sucks, right? You get like a thousand, like, oh man, you're hot, you're hot AF, 
And then one, I'm like, damn, bro, you let yourself go. I'm like, God. And you're like up like at the edge of your bed, just can't sleep, just thinking about that comment. You're like, I gotta but get yeah, you're, you're right though. You're t- you're totally right. You know, which is why you know, back to the segue of chicken wings. I don't I'm gonna eat all those mofos and then go they're to protein. the gym the next day. But they're also protein, so it's good. It's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so much fat cholesterol, but yeah, protein. Yeah, we got listen, we got, if you're doing keto, protein. they're fantastic. So Oh really? I mean you could do I mean, if you, you pick the sauce correctly, as long as the sauce doesn't have a lot of sugar, yeah. Oh, okay. This might change the game for me because I've never done keto before. But I did, if I could eat chicken wings, I did keto. So during the like last year in the pandemic, I gained the weight, I lost the weight, I gained the weight, I lost the weight, then I gained the weight again. Mm. It was like a fluctuation thing, you know, because there were times where you know gyms were open, I would go, and then they would close for like a month. But from during the summer, like for three months, I did keto and I was able to like work out, and I lost like twenty five pounds, and I, wow. fe- I felt good. I felt. And I was doing, and I was doing, and I lost it fast, and I kept it off for a while. And I was doing keto with intermittent fasting. I do like doing intermittent fasting when I can, wow. and, and and it really it helped. I felt it was the first diet I felt because they talk about this, like the ketones affect your mental, you know, it helps with your mental capacity, it makes you more aware, smarter, you retain information. I did feel like that. I did feel wow. I was more mentally aware. Um, but you know, it's the thing with you know if if you. I gained the weight back fast because it went into the holiday season and I didn't like ease myself back onto, you know, like mm-hmm. I just went full ham. And I think that's the one people talk about the one downside from keto. I'm sure I'll get like some comments be like, that's not the downside. But, you know, if you go off keto too fast, you blow up and you put on all the weight. Oh, that's really? You, you got to send me some links about the fasting things. So I have, I have a, I have a, yeah. um, I have like a, um, subscription or like a, a magazine that i have that has like all the keto keto stuff i'll definitely send oh. it to you so yeah send it my way because i've essentially just been eating mashed potatoes and applesauce for a whole week so i think <laughs> fasting i could probably handle it at this point in the game i haven't even lost any weight this is what's ridiculous like it's driving me crazy you haven't lost because so. you're not eating oh because you're not eating yeah i mean it's the body's stupid like that man it's it's, it's so dumb it's so dumb so, it's dumb. so dumb but i love myself I love myself. Exactly, exactly. Yes, exactly. All right. A couple more things before I let you go, man. This has been a lot of fun. But, okay. Again, Chicago guy. I And here's the thing. is like people think Chicago pizza, it's only deep dish. But there are other pizza. There's bar mm-hmm. pizza. There's thin crust. What is – and I'll throw New York in there. Out of all these pizzas, what is your favorite? Like, And I, I'm not going to throw hate if you pick Chicago. I'm not going to hate if you pick the Chicago bar style. Everyone's got a different uh, style because I think it's still uh, yeah. good. Yes, yes. I'll tell you right now, New York's not in my list. But it's still good. It's still good. Don't get me wrong. It's still good. Uh, I will say this. Everyone says deep. Oh, deep dish, deep dish. Bruh, I've been living in Chicago, outside of Chicago. We, we barely eat deep dish. That, that's like, yeah. you know, that's when you, like, do you eat a, a goose every day, a turkey? No, it's not sustainable. It's too much work. You feel like shit after but you know, and and when when you feel like up to it, sure. But like, what really what hits me is yeah, that thin crust. Yeah. And it's not cut into slices; it's cut into squares. Yeah. So you pull apart the little squares to get that nice gooey middle square of like that cheesy goodness, and you just take it out, and oh, it's like yeah. little, like almost little smaller bite size. But I would say the thin crust cut into squares, not the slice game changer that's what i grew up on so that's 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 really i love it no i love it and i and i think it's and i think that's why i like i prefer new york over deep dish because i Mm -hmm. do like 
thin crust. I do like, you know, a night. It's it's crunchier. It's better. You know, you can get that in New York, you know, especially if it's Sicilian or you get like just a regular slice. You can ask for it well done. And it's not like the thin crust pizza, but it's close enough. And I prefer yes, that. Yes. I prefer that to like the deep dish. Deep dish is a great treat. I think like once a year for me. Yeah, yeah. It's like I think everyone just assumes like, oh, Eli must be in deep dish like every day. I'm like, no, that's like that's yeah. not. You know, you got the whole stereotype wrong. But like, I appreciate like the toppings, the cheese. Like, I really want to embrace that. So the thin crust really kind of brings out that that cheesy goodness. You know, it's like a really savor savor that flavor. So that's. Yeah, that's that's what I, man, man. I'm, well, I want to go to Chicago now. I'm going. Now, now I just want to order like rough. Domino's thin crust because that's like, I mean, it's not comparable, but like you know, it's still thin crust. But I don't know. I haven't found. I found like a decent, a couple decent places out here in LA. Do you have a good place out here in LA for pizza? No, no. I hate to say it, but I just use the chain spot, my chain of choice, and it's probably the dirtiest guilty pleasure. It's the sorry, I'm not sorry. We were racist pizza, uh, the Papa John's. Yeah, sorry, racist pizza. It's so good. I was like, damn. Well, they got Shaq now. They got the Shaq Roadie. Yeah, like, they got you the know, Shaq. Oh, <laughs> the Shaq oh, well, it's fine. It's not racist anymore. But like, it's so good. I was like, god damn. But like, com- in comparison to like Pizza Hut and Domino's, like that's my thing I of choice. You. But I haven't found a good like LA pizza spot. I, I don't know. I got a couple places I can lay, you know, when because you're not here right now. But when you come back, man, we can grab a couple places. Yeah, and it's more. It's some of them are slices, but. I found a, like a really good place to do like personal pies, like you know the brick oven pizza oh, type okay. of style. So it's better. Again, it's nothing. You're not going to find it. I feel like you're not going to find like the the perfect pizza. Like you're not going to find the great great bagel out here. You know. So yeah, you're right. I mean, LA made me appreciate like like Korean food. Uh, yes. And, like or Denver made me appreciate LA's like yeah Korean food scene. Uh, like a lot of Latin food, Mexican food, stuff like that. Tons. Of um, that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I. What I, I told I, so. I told my friends I'm like you just got it from New York I'm like if you come out to LA you just got to trade your like you know pizza slice for tacos like that's just like the 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 switch that you got to do. That's what it is. You know exactly. Pineapple exactly. on pizza? Yes, no. God, no. Okay. I flick the pineapple off. Yes. I, I okay. I gotta take it. I could handle like a little bit of the juice, but a whole fruit on it, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, it just I don't, makes it, it doesn't make I it just, tasty, I, I feel. Like it's just not the tanginess is already coming from what should be good marinara sauce. You don't need to add that True. anymore. That's a very good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you don't need the pineapples. Yeah, I always flick it off and I'm like, okay, I can handle a little bit of the juices, but like no. Like I'm like, and then I think. This is, I think in society, like we really need to sit down, and they need, and those people need to come to terms with themselves and be like, "This isn't normal." <laughs> they just need to just, you know, we need to have that real because yeah. they know, yeah, they know, it's yeah, like, they know it's not normal. You're putting fruit on pizza, like what the hell's wrong with you? Like I don't know, like go to Italy and do that, you know, they'll, they'll yeah. you know, backhand you. Yeah, my 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 Italian friend says, "Listen, it's simple. The reason why we don't put pineapple on pizzas because pineapples don't grow in Italy. So why do they belong? You know." Like, I'm like, do they, do they not? I mean, that's kind of. I feel like they have to. Some. He's like, no, they don't. I'm like, all right, fair enough. Yeah, that makes sense. Actually, you want to hear how ignorant I am? How Midwestern ignorant I am? In college, I went to Rome for like a writing, whatever class or whatever, and I was so hyped to get like, you know, uh, what is it? Like, I pretty much like remembered the list on Olive Garden. I'm like, I'm gonna smash. It's gonna if it tastes good at Olive Garden, it's gonna taste even better in Italy, dog. <laughs> and I remember I was like, yo, so when are we gonna get the, you know, the the chicken, the uh, what is it, the mother, the fucking fettuccine Alfredo, chicken Alfredo and stuff. 
And the guy was like, we don't have that here. Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, what? You don't have the meatballs with the cheeseburger and the, all that. I'm like, no. I'm like, oh my God. What the fuck am I doing here then? Like, it was so dumb. And I was like, but I realized how beautiful, like, Italian cuisine actually is. You're but, like, can you yeah. point me to the uh, the Olive Garden in Rome? Like, is there a Hard Rock Cafe Rome? <laughs> can you point me to one of those, please? Where's the original? <laughs> Where's yeah. the original? Where's the original Olive Garden? That's what I'm trying is to find. Is it by the Coliseum? Where is it? <laughs> Tell me where it is. Yeah, where is it? That's what I'm trying to find. That's fucking funny, <laughs> man. Well, listen, I'm going to let you go. I appreciate you, uh, like, joining the show, man. I really do. I appreciate, you know, it's... We need to hang out once everything is really cleared and you're back. Are you are you going to yes. be permanently going back and forth? Like, what's the yeah? So the the plan for me is I'm still kind of figuring it out. Uh, I'm going to be back in Chicago throughout uh, July uh, to see family again, but I will be in LA in the fall. Sweet man, for at least a couple months. Awesome, so we man. will definitely to kick get it, some slices. Sweet bro, yes, awesome. Please, well, thanks so much, man. Keep us updated when uh, you know how. King St. Tilfinny is going, you know, and uh, follow, follow my man, Eli Vasquez, you know, you want to drop the, uh, the handles for us real quick. I mean, I could do yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Well, Zach, first off, thank you for having me, man. I'm, I was like really looking forward to this because I knew we would just jam out and just hang. Oh, yeah, like this is probably the most chill, fun podcast experience. Yeah, I've we need to do of, it. So. We need to do it after like, you know, when we're not on like podcast and just chill it, man. Yes. And Indy, so I could see Indy's beautiful face. Yes, oh, yeah. exactly. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, everyone, uh, I'm all my social is at it's Eli Vasquez, I T S E L I V A Z Q U E Z. Follow me. Uh, my big intention with social media is to show that you have all the tools right now to change your life because I was able to do it for me. So I use it very consciously. I share just everything I know from marketing to personal development to just mindset. Uh, I use it very consciously to better your life. So if you haven't been following me, shoot me a DM. Uh, I do workshops, programs, all that to just amplify what you already have and to change uh, your life for the better. Because I'm trying to create an inclusive movement of uh, personal it. development, which is why it's called hashtag self hype. So check me out there. That's great, man. I love it. I love what you're doing. Keep it going, dude. And uh, I look forward to seeing you soon, man. Thank you so much, Zach, Indy. I love you guys. Love you, man. So much. Appreciate it.